Hey, everybody. We're Bob and Audrey, a husband and wife team. And this is our podcast all about relationships. We are marriage and relationship enthusiasts. Believe me, there is a God-given design to thrive in both life and love. And we think that Jesus is amazing and worth following with everything you have. On this podcast, we are putting together the truth and best practices we have learned over our 35 years of marriage, and more specifically, over the past 18 years, where we have spent our lives helping people love their relationships. After getting through our own family crisis, we became passionate about rescuing and mentoring others. We have authored numerous books and developed on-demand courses that can be found on our website, lovemarriedlife.com. And with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. And welcome to this week's podcast of All About Relationships. This is episode number 27. And I am really, really thankful you're listening. It really means a lot to me that we can be in each other's lives and we can have this time together to talk about great relationships, families and friends and marriages. Mm -hmm. I just love it. The investment, I know that you've heard us say this again and again, but the investment that you're making, just taking the time to listen mm-hmm. to this podcast. You're an and, exception. And applying the <laughs> principles. Yeah, yeah, it's really true. I believe that they will set you up for great relationships yeah. with your family, coworkers, and friends. It will benefit your life. So thanks. Yeah, and we just want to um, just be friends with you. And I just, just Bob, speaking of friends, it was so great last weekend. We were in Grimsby, We've had a Ottawa. lot happen in the no, last Ottawa. week. No, Ottawa. Oh my gosh, Grims, Grimsby, Ontario. Ontario. Which was, we flew into Toronto. Mm-hmm. And um, for those who... I don't know if you know that much about us, but our third born, David, David. and his wife, Tessa, they live in Toronto. So we went yes. an extra couple of days early and we got to have time with we, them. We got, to, we were able to experience autumn. Oh my gosh. It was we so saw beautiful. The prettiest red. They're in the Toronto coral area. Coral color tree. Mm-hmm. It was The leaves on the ground. It was quite it really was. Just a real simple and then walk through the neighborhood. And snow. No, actually, no. It snowed that first day in the neighborhood. Remember, oh, that's I saw it. Right. Like yes, I still yes, have yes, that remembrance. Yes, I forgot about the that. The sun was shining. The stars. Yep, yep. It looked like they were like yep. gold coming down yep, from the yep. sky, or diamonds in diamonds, the sky. That's it. Yeah. Is that a song? Lucy in the sky with oh. diamonds. <laughs> not, not a good one. Not a good one. I was one. thinking, what song is oh, that? Okay. Oh, yeah. Let I don't Lucy even like, go. I don't even like that song. Me neither. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but it was amazing. It was, so very, yeah, very, very beautiful. beautiful. And then we did go from Toronto over to Grinsby uh, with uh, our friends at Lake Mount Church with Lake Matt Mount and Lisa. Yeah, and we had a couple of different intensives: a marriage intensive, and then we had a staff communication intensive. It was a big wow. Weekend. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and just love them there. Yeah, really do, and felt very loved by them. Very, very. So loved. thank you, everybody yeah, from they Grimsby. Love and care for us. Thanks so for very loving much. on us so much. But I remember one one of the nights going to bed, and I I did. I had high app anticipation in my heart because there was this threat of a snowstorm. Oh, huge weather warning. We're going to get weather, 10 to 15 centimeters yeah. of snow. So it was a real big one. So I was just real excited because I love visiting snow. Yes. Not so much living in it. Right. But I love visiting. So <laughs> I, I, it was just like, we're going to wake up in the morning. Like to, to winter wonderland. Winter wonderland. Yes. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I wanted to look outside. You Did know, you hold to, back? To, and I held back. <laughs> 
because I thought, no, I'm going to wait till crazy. morning. Wait till morning. I love weather. I and know so you do. I got up in the morning and I looked outside. You're I was funny. so disappointed. There You're was so no funny snow. With weather. <laughs> it was just like, oh yeah, great. Like, what do these weathermen people know? You they know? do nothing. It didn't even snow right. all night. So I made fun of it, and then while we were speaking, we spoke all day long, and then when it came evening to go home, uh, our 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 drive back to the hotel was intense. Yeah, for for it's a times. good thing we have forty years of experience of living in Canada. Yeah, we know it. We know how to drive in snow. But it was just take your time. Yep. And it was, so I got to experience a snowstorm. Yeah. So it was fantastic. So thanks everybody. Thanks. Yep. Thanks for the weather. Loved it. I got to enjoy it and leave it. I apologize. You had to stay in it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, I love um, the topic we're talking about. Is are you in love with your own opinion? <laughs> And, you know, being in love with your own opinion, Bob, really Mm -hmm. can get you into relationship messes. Yeah. I mean, that's probably one of the main things that gets us into messes is that we just have an opinion. And when I found this line in the Passion Translation, for those of you who love the Passion Translation of the Bible, a fool is in love with his own opinion. But wisdom means being teachable. Yeah. Yeah. And And I thought... I just like to go a little bit dramatic, like in love, like I'm so in love. And if you you were to say that with that kind of emphasis and drama, say, I'm just so in love with my own opinion. (laughs) But you know what? I don't know if I've met anyone like that. (laughs) I think I am. Like, no, I think that I am. If I'm to be brutally honest, I think I'm more in love with my opinion than I think. And you would probably agree. Sometimes, yeah, exactly. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, you can't deny I do it. Experience. I that. mean, isn't everybody? I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's kind of involved involved with their own opinion mm-hmm. and in love with their own opinion. And what happens in a relationship is ultimately you'll end up in a win lose situation. It's if, true. When, when you're, if we both have very different if you're opinions, deeply in love with your own opinion, deeply in love. No, if you if because basically what you're saying is that I I typically know the better way mm-hmm. to get this done. Mm-hmm. Uh, there isn't one of us that in a marriage that didn't come into the marriage with hopes, dreams, wishes, desires, and opinions, ambitions, <laughs> and and a good dose of opinions. Yes. Seriously, and a great big dose of how different we are in our opinion. But if if you if you enter into you know a win lose where you remain in love with your opinion, mm-hmm. in other words, you, you're unwilling to lay down the right to be right, right. But rather, you hold to your rights. Uh, you can cause a, a whole lot of pain and just conflict. And so, you know, a difficult marriage, if if I can describe it that way, a difficult marriage is where I feel the need that I need c- to convince you that I right that I am right and that I know better. And 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 it can lead if that's not working, it can lead to a place where then, well, maybe I'll convict you. <laughs> you're guilty. I'm right. You see, again, I'm holding, yes. you know, to my but you're opinion. just talking about the journey of what happens if we stay if really stuck. Rigid. Let's to, use the word yeah, rigid. Okay. Like really rigid that I'm in love with my opinion mm-hmm. and I'm not in love with right. your opinion. And and all of that then leads to the third one, which would be control. Which is really fear-based because fear will always control. And so if I'm not controlling, then I'm losing. Hmm. 
in hmm. and how challenging and, and difficult it is for both persons, hmm. you know, that are involved in the relationship. And then finally, if that's not working, then I'm going to coerce you. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just going to. I'll just do whatever it takes, simply because I'm unwilling to relinquish my need to feel right, and I'm holding to my own opinion. Yeah. And you know, Bob, even you and I, like we're so extremely different from each other in our opinions. We're different how we clean, you know, the standard of cleanliness. I know a lot of, anyone that knows us know we talk about this because it's kind of like one of our funny things. It's our go-to. It's our funny thing Mm -hmm. because Bob looks like Mr. Clean. Oh, I'm so Mr. Clean. So... Bob, it makes me laugh every time. But when I, but I have, I'm still clean. Yeah. I still you, like clean. Yeah, and you're in a fact, pin, are, you, fact, are you in love with being clean? In love with it? No, you're love. I opinion. just prefer it. Yeah, that's right. But it's not, you're not in love with your opinion. No, no, but I used to. And so it really used to bother me when people yes. weren't clean. Yes. Now I do that's it for my own enjoyment and pleasure because I like clean rather than imposing your my own opinions on yes. others. Yes. When you're in love with your own opinion and you think everyone should everyone have Everyone has to be more like me. Yeah. Everyone should have so my gonna opinion. So I'm going to coerce you, you know, I'll, I'll wow. convict you. You're guilty. How can you Bob, not see really that? that's really good. You see, and then I can go through all three of those. I'll try and convince you. You have. You have tried to convince me. Yes. And clean is good. So you kind of have a good point. Thank you. Yeah, and I clean really good. I but clean again, lot better than fear I used to. always controls, and right. so then you you have a very controlling relationship. And where there's fear, there isn't love. Mm-hmm. Now they're not feeling loved in the relationship. Mm-hmm. So I feel Bob like we've learned through this journey that we're learning always to build a bridge between the two of us by honoring and moving towards each other and embracing our difference, even though we'll always likely have a different opinion. Like yeah. we'll have a different opinion of what's clean enough. Yeah. Like, cause I don't even understand but your standard. It, but it's not about that anymore. No, no, it, it isn't you at know, all. It's not about whose opinion is, is, we is, never is even think accurate. about that anymore. No, no, that's not what it's about no. anymore because that just, you know, um, is a deep revealer of the insecurity. Yes. And so if you're more like me or behave more like me or you come my way, because I, as, as we said at the beginning, when we enter into this relationship, I mean, young people even entering into a dating relationship, uh, then you move into courtship, then you move into marriage in every, um, um, as you graduate from one to the other, you continually hold a box full of hopes, dreams, wishes, and desires. Hmm. And what you're looking for is you're looking for the one that will be for you. You're looking for that right one. And when I was a, a young checks man... checks all the boxes. Yeah. When I was a young man, I wasn't looking to be the one. I was looking for the one. I was too. Oh, I was looking for the guy. is she the one? Yeah. Will she, you Has know, she got check all, the boxes? Yeah. Does will she, she have all fulfill the my dreams, yeah. my hopes, my desires? You see, it's will true. she be the one? And so... That was totally our focus. And, and, and so when you have that, then on, on the day that you're wed basically is the big reveal because then i present to you my box 
And by the way, we're getting married, and here's my box of dreams, wishes, yeah. hopes, and desires. And so excited yeah. because it's going to be good. You have everything it takes to fulfill all of mm-hmm. these. And it's going to it's it's just going to be wonderful because I have in my mind the image of a preferred future. Yeah, you, you without and even and it's good. You have it's your own a opi- good future. You have your opinion of what it's going to look like what your preferred life look like, and you have an opinion of what you'll expect from the other person to help mm-hmm. make that dream a reality. Mm-hmm. So what's happened is that there, there, when I presented or I gave to you, many, most of them unknowing, you know, there wasn't any real direct communication that people necessarily have. It's usually at the, at the point of conflict mm-hmm. where you're feeling, oh, I'm disappointed you're not fulfilling what I was expecting you should. Right. Okay. And you're just like, well, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Because all of a sudden, the hopes, dreams, wishes, and desires were transferred into a whole nother box. And ah. that box is called expectations. Yes. They, now, got, they got put into the other box. Yes. So they went from my dreams to my now they're my expectations. And we begin to now create a whole new relationship, you know, based on uh, responsibilities, roles, um, on on uh, different characteristic traits. You know, these are the expectations that I have of you and that you have of me. Mm-hmm. And over time, that simply evolves into a debt-debtor relationship. Oh, because, it's true. Because if we're living now, out of that expectation box. Yeah, because when we were first married... There were things that both you and I did that were amazing. For each other. For each other. Out of pure love. Without even trying. It was just so good. So natural. But then when it didn't happen, all of a sudden there was this hint of a disappointment. Yeah. Hey, wait. What 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 happened was we lost gratitude. Mm -hmm. No longer now were we grateful, but now we began to expect. Oh, he always does this. She, she's always doing that for me. And when it doesn't happen, all of a sudden, my, the, the innocence has turned in to an expectation. And now I'm living with a disappointment. Wow. And you called it that debt debtor. That really meant something to me because when you have an expectation, it's almost like you, if you have an expectation, it really is you have to. Yeah. You were, you're, you're responsible for this. Right. And so the debt-debtor relationship is one where you owe me. Right. That is... that is, And then you start doing this whole, almost like a bank. It's like, I did this, so you do that. I did this. Don't you see that I did all this, 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 this? I did these okay. five things. What but are what you doing to What contribute? you're describing here, Audrey, is no longer do you recognize love. And I think I just zapped. You don't recognize no, love. And, and I zapped the joy out of this relationship. Mm-hmm. Really, because all of a sudden, all it is is measuring everything. I've measured that I did this and this. So what did you, you do to contribute? You can't appreciate it any longer. What did you, you do to contribute? You can't perceive it any longer. Yep. There's no giving or receiving of love because right. now it's an expectation. Now it's a debt-debtor relationship. And now it needs now to be Now you measured. have your roles and I have mine. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a tragedy. It is. But we slowly fall into it because very innocently, yeah. I have taken my hopes, dreams, wishes, and desires, and I've taken them out of the box, and I've put them into the box of expectations. Right. So 
Um, if if we're in a debt debtor relationship, you know, it's already and, gotten that far where you're yeah, just keeping and, on measuring what they've done, what you've done, right. and trying to make it even. And so, for the listener, I just want to give you, you know, this this illustration, mm-hmm. and that is if 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 someone owes me two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and they come up to me and they haven't paid, right? And they know I know. Hey, you owe me two hundred bucks. I, right. I can wait. But then they come up to me and say, hey, Bob, I want to bless you. I want to give you a hundred bucks. A gift. Yeah, I want a gift. I want to give you a gift. I want to give you a hundred bucks. I'm like, well, where's the other hundred? And this isn't a gift. This is a debt. There's a big difference. It's a payment. <sighs> even worse. It's a so, payment. Oh, my gosh. So you even in our relationships, we start paying each other. Yes. Instead of just lovingly yes. giving gifts of love. Yeah. Because now all of a sudden you're in that category of a debtor. And so once you've paid oh, your debt, really once you've paid your debt, oh, we're just back to what's expected. I, I'm telling you, as I've been working this through, I see this, you know, in, in your parenting. I was just going to say this, this, mm-hmm. this transfers into every relationship. It, it does. As soon as it goes from being a gift to being a payment situation where you now, and I almost think, I wonder, and this is just a question, it's not an answer. Do you think this is more like... Um, Colossians 3 with earthly thinking and heavenly thinking, because heavenly thinking thinks in terms of love, mercy, joy, you know, all the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And earthly thinking says measurement, fair, um, I'll give you, you give me. Yeah, uh, payments. But, mm-hmm, but I think it, it it comes back to where we began with regards to an opinion. Yeah. You see, when I have an opinion, I I'm choosing to pass a judgment, and in passing a judgment, I determine the why, and now I'm labeling you. Mm-hmm. You see, because you know what I was dreaming about is now an expectation. Yeah, and then also, if someone owes me money, I'm I don't like bringing it up. There is. A few people in this world that actually do owe me money that I'll never see because I would never remind them. And it, I don't know. I just, that's just me. I don't like bringing it turn up. Turn it into a gift. I just turn it into a gift. I remember my mom said that early to me in life when someone in high school stole my favorite yellow dress and, and they, and it was, they kept giving excuses why they weren't giving it back. And my mom just one day had a word of wisdom and said, Audrey, why don't you give that dress to her? Because then you'll get the blessing from just being a generous person. So in my heart, instead of it being a debt, I was generous and I gave it to her as a gift. Yeah. So I have, so I, there are some people here that in this world right now that owe me some money, but um, I have turned them into gifts and I've thought, you know what? I don't want to bring it up. That's that's yeah. on me. I, yeah. I that's my choice. Sure, I'm not going to hold them to it. Yeah. but I am going to. And that's why it's because them. you're not holding yourself captive. No, I'm and not so going to let you get to be free. I'm not going to let that empower. Mm-hmm. That's not going to have any power over yeah. me. So going back to the relationship, yeah. you know, of both Payment. you and I, yeah. of having hopes, dreams, wishes, and desires. I know that, you know, there's so many listeners out there, you know, uh, just trusting and praying and believing, you know, God to heal a relationship. And with their kids. For reconciliation. Yes. Yeah, restoration, you know, in relationship with, you know, parents We and have children. hopes, wishes, and desires for our kids mm-hmm. and our relationship with our kids. But what we've done is if is that we've imposed on the other person mm-hmm. and and they've they in return have imposed their dreams and desires on us as well. So we've exchanged boxes and then we begin this relationship of negotiation. 
Yeah. Now we're negotiating with each other. Now we're in, bartering with in. each other. Yes. I'll give you this if you give me this. If mm-hmm. we do this with my opinion, then we can take your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, and, we'll, take, we'll take turns having our opinions. Right. And so now we're negotiating back and forth. Yeah. All because we're working towards a preferred future. Mm-hmm. There is a hope. There is a dream. There is a wish and a desire of a preferred future that I have. And I'm projecting on you that you're going to be the one that's going to fulfill it. Wow, that's a lot of pressure. I, I don't know that people really kind of It's kind see of subcon- it it's very subconscious. Mm-hmm. But anytime that you attempt to create or avoid something from the past, you know, with regards to your hopes, dreams, wishes and, and desires, is that it feels a lot like an expectation. Yeah, so in other words, if I had a poor relationship or I have PTSD from some other mm-hmm. relationship, I will put that on you saying, you you won't be like this person. I don't want to experience this. Yeah. So okay. a lot of people start the relationships mm-hmm. that way. I'm so thankful I've met you because you're nothing right. like this so other So we're going to create this preferred future that is in one or two ways. It's going to look like my family. Mm-hmm. I have so many wonderful, happy memories. Therefore, all the traditions I did, that's Let's, what we're going to do. Yeah. Where are we going to holiday? We're going to holiday with my family. Where right. are we going to go? We're going to travel the world. Meanwhile, your partner might be saying, no, what about my family? Oh, I, I like staying home. Yeah. Okay. So I'm projecting on you what I perceive as a preferred future. Mm. And so now I, you know, I want you to fulfill that for me. And I feel, Bob, like even you and I, we've learned, I really think after all these years, we, we're learning to honor and move towards each other and embrace our differences mm-hmm. of opinions. But it doesn't mean we're perfect. But every, every time there is a disconnect on our opinions that they don't click or we put each other into each other's expectation box, as we have navigated through the grid of love, those very situations have turned into a deeper vulnerability with each other. Yeah. And I feel that that has moved us closer is, is, but you, what you said at the beginning of this um, podcast that I really heard you say, Bob, is that we can still keep our opinion. We just won't be in love with it. Like there's a big difference. I can keep my opinion because Mm -hmm. you know what I am? We can't deny the fact this is where I love to be. We are different. Yeah. This is where. If there's one thing that every listener has. In common. In common. Is different. We're all different. We are all different. Yeah. And I think that's why we got so passionate about writing that that book, My Personality Goals. Right. Because, and it's a free ebook for any of you who haven't downloaded it. It's people are writing me every day saying that this ebook is really helping them because it's really learning to recognize the song that you're born to sing on this earth with your personality, with your giftings, and even with your opinions of how to value and how to love and how to express love. All those things are beautiful opinions. You can keep those because they're part of your song, but then you can prefer. And and instead of being in love with your own opinion, you can be teachable. And as that scripture said, a fool is in love with his own opinion, but wisdom means being teachable. And I think I would add to that. And wisdom means being merciful and understanding Mm -hmm. and having eyes to see the other person's opinion and value. You can keep your opinion, Bob, but guess what? I value your opinion. Mm, Thank you. I do. And that's that's the way we love each other is by Mm -hmm. valuing your opinion. And I'm not always perfect at it. No, it's something new. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's mutual. Yeah. You know, and that's what, that's one of the, 
basic definitions of a relationship is the mutual sharing of yes. life and love one with another. Imagine if you were to prefer the other person as more important than yourself. Yeah. How amazing would that be? Mm-hmm. So um, so I think we've described, you know, yes. the challenge, yes. you know, um, and the difficulty that we're facing. So then what do we do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... And this 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 answer has always excited me. Okay. And it and it's something that's always growing inside of me. But first, you know, a- answer this question. Answer this question. What does he or she owe me? Okay? If if we're struggling with a debt debtor relationship, okay, if we're competing Mm, measuring. To, to maintain our mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, if wow. we're really struggling in this relationship, then I have a question. What does that other person owe you? It's a good question. Now, I have one more question. And the answer to this question, okay, answers the first one. Okay. Okay? And that is, what does... Every happy person or every happy relationship have in common. They have a sense that I, that the person I love and the person I'm in relationship with, they owe me nothing. (laughs) It's true. Because when you were asking me that question, I was looking at you. I'm looking you straight in the eye, babe. And I'm like, you owe me nothing, Bob. You owe me nothing. And, and as I look at you, I owe you everything, and you owe me nothing in return. That's how I feel about you. I owe you everything, but you owe me nothing. Now, this makes no sense. I know. Even if, as I said the words, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Is that even mm-hmm. okay to say that? Like, am I okay to yeah. because, say that? Because great marriages are not built on code of conduct, rules, or on goods and services. <laughs> They're not. Good True. relationships are not based on that. No. And so the question is, am I able to possibly outserve you? Hmm. Could I run to the end of the line and rather prefer you and submit and serve you rather than demanding my own opinion and having my own needs met? Would I be able to take my dreams, wishes, and desires, and put them back into my box. Rather than putting them in a box of expectations. I think, mm-hmm. and just work, like you can just, this is a discussion, as I say, yeah, it's sure. not like I have answers. But I think the only way we can live like what you're talking about, that I could just, you know, put all those yeah. dreams, wishes back in my own box, is to really hear the Lord's opinion for my life the Lord's opinion on how he feels about you, about me, the Lord's opinion for the decisions I make and the places I go and the thoughts that I think. Because when I am in love, you know, speaking of being in love, when I'm in love with my heavenly father and his opinions, then I'm going to desire his ways and ideas. And he created this whole thing called love Mm -hmm. where you always, when you love, you never lose. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, this is my, my closing illustration. Okay. And I just really love this. Um, I, you know, the, the last, when you, if you're around someone, mm-hmm. you always want to know what were their last words? 
What did they share with you? You know, what were their final statements? What did they, (laughs) I mean, this, it was their last breath. What did they say? And Jesus knew what was before him. And uh, the upper room, the Last Supper was so very important. Jesus taking the role of a servant and washing his disciples' feet. Yeah, he did that he's, night before he yeah, died. He's, demon- yeah. he's demonstrating to his, his disciples, last act. to the ones, mm-hmm. you know, who he gave them the opportunity and he invited them. He says, come follow me, come follow me. Matthew, James, Peter, the invitation, you know, come follow me. But then, this, this is what he said, his last thing. He, and earlier, he says, he says, I didn't come here, you know, to uh, abolish the law, but rather to see that the law is fulfilled. And he says, I can sum it all up in these two things. Number one, love God and love each other. Mm-hmm. Love the Lord your God with all, all your, your heart, heart soul, mind, strength. strength yeah. and, and love, love your, your neighbor, neighbor as, as you love yourself. Then here... Later his on. final statement with his disciples. Yeah. He says, now, he says, I'm going to give you a new commandment. What? Are you even allowed to make uh, new ones? Well, if, if, <laughs> if they were law, Jesus. <laughs> if they were law abiding Jews, they should have gotten up and gone out. Right, right, Because right, right. he began to equate himself as God. When so you he make says a new this. commandment, it is. So he says this, I'm going to give you a brand new commandment. He says, I've summed up the 613 into two. And he says, now I'm going to take these two and I'm going to put them into one. Yeah. And he simply said this, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. Profound. Those were- I can imagine wow. the hush that hit that room. We began, you know, talking today about holding to your own opinion. Hmm. Their opinions went out the window. Yeah. And all of a sudden it became so very real because he gave his life that we might have life. He says, now go love others as, as I've loved you. Wow. Pretty simple, isn't it? Yeah. And we want to hold to our own opinion. Seriously, we want to be in love. And I want to. Uh, uh, we started with the word in love. In mm-hmm. love, are you in love with your own right. opinion? Right. And I'm going to hold another? that you owe me. Yeah. You're in debt. Can you imagine? To me. That's I, not I'm love. the only one giving in this relationship. That's not love. That's not love. Love conquers all. Love never. The tragedy fails. is, is a lot of people feel as though they're losing. Right. I'm losing. I'm enabling. <clears throat> But then you're loving with an agenda. Yeah, that's right. If you ever feel like you're losing, then you're loving with an you're agenda. You're loving with an agenda. Ooh, this is pretty pretty profound stuff. And and I'm I'm not wanting to hurt people. No. But I'm I'm wanting them to experience how extra how extravagant <laughs> how extravagant this love really is. Yes. Because when that <clears throat> love becomes my reality, then I yeah. can give it to you. That's right. So if I'm struggling with loving and having my hopes, my dreams, my wishes and desires fulfilled by you. Mm. Now I'm a user in the relationship. Yeah. Now I'm using you for my benefit. Right. Jesus never used me. No. He loved me. This gets me a little choked up. Yeah, <laughs> me too. And because and, he really understood yeah. love. He is love. Yeah. And uh, he says, "You know what? 
you owe me nothing. Wow. It's, it's, it is, it is, you see, when love becomes real. When you start talking, sorry, now I'm getting choked up. <laughs> but when you start talking about love in this magnitude, it doesn't make logical sense. But it, because it shouldn't be this giving, like it shouldn't be this generous. Right. It shouldn't be this outstandingly extravagant because yeah. then you must be losing something, but you don't lose anything. Yeah. So I don't have to convince you, convict you, control you, or coerce you. My responsibility is to love you. And I'll do it because I'll outserve you. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll love one another as I've been loved by Jesus. Mm. There's no one in this world I ever would need mm. to hate. Because no. I'm going to love as Jesus loved. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see you through his eyes mm-hmm. and how much love he has mm-hmm. for you. That's what love is. So I'm not going to be so, in love with my own yeah. opinion. I'm going to be in love with Jesus. Yeah. And I want to be sensitive to all of our listeners because I, I know that, you know, we're, we're all in different relationships. Oh, and we just want to tell and, you and the that. Application yeah, here. and we know you, we understand you're in a journey. Like sure. we are with you in that. But it's an, in, I, I want you to see this first and foremost as an invitation to be loved by Jesus. Just be so loved. Mm-hmm. Feel the he impact doesn't come of to, that. come to you saying, You owe me. Or you need I to gave change. my life, you owe me. You need to fix yourself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say that. No. And he's not going to leave you. And it's so fun with him is that I'm not in this debt-debtor relationship either. Mm-mm. And uh, so anyhow, I, I want people to hold their dreams, mm-hmm. you see, yeah. and just begin to release And keep the their other, opinions. Yeah, and release one another as, as you know, because you're not my source. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not my answer. We can definitely, you know, be each other's number one contributor. You know, but we're not each other's source nor answer. And let your opinion be loving mm-hmm. because sometimes people think, well, I'm going to keep my opinion and it's against you that you're this kind of person. Yeah. Don't no. harden your heart that no, way. No. Right. Keep your heart soft yeah. that my opinion is going to feel the same way about you as, as Jesus. I'm going to see you through the eyes of Jesus. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the opinion I'm going, to, I'm going to keep, but I'm not going to be in love with anything but Jesus. Good. Well, as we close, our prayer is for you. You have a beautiful life. You have a story that you are living out right now. And you have challenges. I get it. You have this touched you in places that we don't necessarily know, but boy, Jesus sure does. And he's right there with you saying, I made sure you listened to this podcast so that you would have an opportunity invitation Mm -hmm. to choose love. Mm -hmm. I, I know that we've all experienced where we've been in a relationship where we haven't felt loved. We haven't felt valued. Or understood. Mm -hmm. Or Or, safe. Or or thanked. Oh, any of these things. We're talking about gratitude today. And you you feel as though, you know, you've just been taken for granted. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to pull away, you know, not necessarily from the relationship, but begin to recognize and see God as your source as and never before. No expectations as never there. before, yes. There's mm-hmm. no expectations Good. there. All right, share this podcast with your wow. friends and family. We mentioned my personality goals. It's mm-hmm. a free ebook that's mentioned at bobandaudrey.com. You can go ahead and download that free ebook. Mm-hmm. We would love it. Really talks about differences and how we yeah. overuse our strengths to become a weakness. Yeah. We could probably do a five, oh. five million podcast just we, on that. Yeah, we'll do that sometime. But, yeah. you know, just in referencing that, you know, we had a couple in our office today. All day they were here for eight hours. Game changer for oh, them. Oh, when they found out each I other's mean, they songs. Came in and 
it was just like, we're not finding any harmony here. Yeah. And I know that, you know, we, we personally walk them through the exercise, but yeah. you know, the, you can do the it ebook yourself is, is with there that online book. and it'll help you. Yes. Yeah. You can do it by yourself with that mm-hmm. book. I was at church on Sunday and in the ladies bathroom and someone said, Audrey, you don't know me, but I read your book, My Personality Goals. It's changed our whole family. And yeah, I said, yay. Good, good. So yeah, so get your copy today. It's free. It's an ebook. And most of all, um, feel the love. We're cheering you on. Yep. And we believe that you can and will experience relationships yep. that are full of safety, honesty, and kindness. Yep. And again, episode number 27. Yeah. Be sure to tell others, share, you know, give it a thumbs up, let others know, and uh, have a wonderful, wonderful week. And again, thanks for investing in your life. You're worth it.